The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Max. Yes, this is still happening. <laughs> and uh, I am your host, Sean Garber, and here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, it's been a not supposed to, this was not supposed to happen at all, but I had some uh, really unexpected big thing happen to me that kind of just absolutely just distracted me. Uh, for I've this entire <laughs> entire like month, and then also just also keep falling asleep and other things that usually happen while we get delayed. Um, I don't want to say anything because uh, there's still the whole having to show up on the plane part that has to happen. So I don't want to definitively say something, and then I next time you know come next this time next week I'm depressed as hell. So, uh. Let's just leave it at a uh, very good thing happen, and we'll see if it comes to fruition at that point. But this is episode 195 of Video Games to the Max, and we, of course, are the official W2Net.com podcast, talking about video games, and we're in partnership with Last Word On Life and Formania.com as well. And we're going to do something a little bit different this time, because, yes, Mark has been playing Red Dead Redemption, so we'll talk about that. Mark also has a review that will get posted probably by the time you're listening to this of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, so we'll talk about that. And uh, I've been playing my hero, the My Hero One Justice game, but we'll talk about that at the end because there's so much stuff that has happened the last like three or four days that it's probably a lot more interesting than most people. Plus Red Dead and Assassin's Creed are such big games that you're either playing them or you're not and if we start talking about them now it's gonna be like maybe in 30 45 minutes of us talking about those two games and <laughs> people might like not care so much so let's start with the news and what we'll, we'll get to the games afterwards but first of all it's the those first few days of the month so you know what's coming playstation plus technically doesn't come for another couple of days uh, when they do the update, but you get a big game, which uh, Mark has reviewed and talked about on here previously. I'm excited to finally get to play this. I have six, and or no, I have zero, and uh, I wanted to play Kiwami, so Yakuza Kiwami 1 is going to be one of the PlayStation Plus games for November 2018, which that's a big uh, grab for that, and Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, which... Maybe not so not, great. Not, not so big. <laughs> Ironically, it costs t- double the price of Yakuza Kiwami, though. <laughs> yes. Yakuza Kiwami is also in a, a remaster of an old game. So, so it's Bulletstorm. <laughs> True. But isn't Kiwami, like, from the PS2? Like, I mean, 
Yeah, which means yeah. they actually put more work into Kiwami than Bulletstorm. <laughs> uh, also, PlayStation 4 now has apparently sold 86 million units, which also includes the PS4 Pro uh, sales. So, go Sony, you keep selling PS4s. Uh, Microsoft, on the other hand, does not like to reveal their sales numbers because they're way less than that. But they, they do don't reveal... keep selling Xbox Ones. <laughs> <laughs> True, the Xbox One X does sell, but again, they don't like to reveal numbers because they're nowhere near what Sony has, and perhaps Nintendo will overtake them by the time this generation is officially over, whenever that happens. Uh, you do get a pretty big game. Uh, that you could actually go download right now, Battlefield 1, of course, with Battlefield, what what are they on? Battlefield whatever this this is? I think it's Battlefield 5 is the one coming out. Okay, Battlefield 5 Technically. comes out this month, uh, even though without the Battle Royale, that's coming in February, March, something. Uh, <laughs> so, but still, you can get Battlefield 5 later this month, so Battlefield 1 is available for Xbox One. Right now, if you want to go download it, uh, the OK Indie game Race the Sun will be the second half of your Xbox One downloads. The first Assassin's Creed is also downloadable right now. That's if, a that's a yeah. pretty rough game to go back to. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, for some reason, go back to that game. Uh, and Dante's Inferno is actually not... It's actually a pretty decent like God of War Devil May Cry clone. Uh, so... That's sort of worth checking out on the second half of November if you want to play uh, a game set into the Dante's Inferno universe that's that's kind of like God of War. Everyone uh, wants to play that. <laughs> I'll never forget being at the that E3 that year that game was coming out and there was Christian people outside with signs protesting that this game was from the devil or something. <laughs> It's insane. Should have been like literary people instead going like, you're ruining a good book. (laughs) Right? Uh, So, yeah, speaking of uh, the devil, Diablo and Blizzard had, of course, BlizzCon over the weekend. And they had some cool announcements, but one was not cool at all for... uh, big Diablo fans. Uh, and, for everyone? <laughs> yeah, for, I mean, unless you're a big mobile gamer and you also like Diablo, I guess that that could be something for you. But So they announced Diablo Immortal, which is the Diablo mobile game. It's supposed to be a Diablo experience on mobile. And that's the only thing Diablo-related that they announced, even though they've announced that they are making Diablo 4 and... They, there's a hint of a remaster also in the works, especially since they've now remastered what Starcraft and Warcraft 3 is getting remastered. So, yeah, they announced that it makes sense for Diablo 2 to also get a remaster if if that's going to happen. But yeah, so you, you don't announce either one of the two that people would have really been enthused about the diablo one i can kind of understand because it would take uh warcraft 3's thunder a bit but why not announce the big game even with a freaking you know one of those where all you do is show the logo um that's what it's like uh that's kind of what they did with uh like fallout shelter or like that fallout game i think 
Yeah, I well, I mean, but that Fallout game was also coming out like three or four uh, months after when yeah. they announced Fallout Shelter. So I'd imagine Diablo 4 is not coming for at least a year, if, if not more. You know, I just... That's weird. Like, I'd imagine if they only announce this, that means that either they're waiting for... You think maybe the Game Awards or something they would announce, like, no, Diablo 4? Like, it's Blizzard. Or it's BlizzCon. Like, if they, that is the... That is the audience for it. I know. Is, I know what you mean, but like, <laughs> but you know, Activision also is is involved in this, and like maybe they go well, you know, Game Awards people do some big reveals sometimes. Like, why not? Let's do, do it there. Get yeah, but it really hyped. People are already hyped. Like, yeah, th- this what they did. It's only. Sir, like only inflames the audience. It doesn't make them go like, "Oh, I can't wait now for Diablo 4. It's a lot of people bitching that Diablo's finished as a franchise. <laughs> I love the fact that like when the guy goes and asks, like, "Hey, is this a late, you know, early April Fool's joke or something?" And well, you, you uh, should say what, the, what what they did. They announced basically Diablo Immortal, a uh, mobile only Diablo game. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I said that earlier, but oh. it's like. I mean, they show a cinematic trailer. They showed. A, I haven't. I watched the cinematic trailer. I didn't watch the gameplay trailer. So, the, I'd the imagine gameplay it's trailer looks Diablo. Pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, like a, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It it it's just confounding. Like, didn't they see that? What? How people felt about that EA uh, Command and Conquer Rivals thing like two years ago? Like, they didn't get the clue. People did not like that. Or not two years ago at E3. Yeah, well, wasn't that two years ago or just last year? No, this was this year, and then it's it's coming out, like, December 4th or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That that, that should be clue one. Don't do stupid shit like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Activision, very much like EA, sometimes they're in their own hole, and they do not come out of it. And Blizzard also probably thinks that we have such goodwill with all the great with all the games, you know, Overwatch and all that. Well, not, that yeah. Not anymore so much cuz like a lot of people are pissed about oh uh, wow. Yeah. Um like Battle for Azeroth is not it does not make people happy. <laughs> That's so weird uh, that they're so tone deaf about certain things. It's like Well, I don't know if he there was an interview with the Diablo guy where he's basically like uh no, it was no, it wasn't him. I think it was an interview with uh it was an ex EA guy, like Pet, or the main, one of the guys who just left, like the, one of the big guys. Right. It was about Command and Conquer, and he was basically like, "Oh, people say they uh, want this thing, but it's basically people say they want one type of game, but we know we know what they really want." And it's like, well, fuck I, you. <laughs> I think like, also, well, yes, that's that's the like Vince McMahon, like I know more what you want than you do thing, which is so stupid. But like, I think he was also trying to iterate that. If they put it on PC, it's going to only appeal to that hardcore audience. If they put it on mobile, there's a chance that more people will want to, you know, get yeah. on a franchise or whatever. And But the PC people are the ones that actually care about the franchise. See, but that's the thing, though. Like, okay, the Command & Conquer, I can kind of understand a lot more because you don't have another Command & Conquer game coming. 
Like, as far as we know, there's not a Command & Conquer Red Alert remaster happening. There's not oh, a can, Command & Conquer can, whatever the fuck number they're at. I can at. tell you there isn't, because uh, Command & Conquer 4 bombed so hard. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a Command & Conquer, like, 5 happening. At least you know there's a Diablo 4 coming. It's just, this is not what everybody wanted to hear. So, yes, they're going to be upset, but it's... I I don't know. Like I don't want. I agree with the the what the the Diablo guy that was interviewed says. Like I think people sometimes just there is there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hatred in the hardcore gaming community for mobile games. But and you know wh- why is that? And the reason is because a lot of mobile games are very exploitative. And well, yeah. Diablo Diablo is a game that could be heavily. You know, it could be loot box got the ass, and mm-hmm. you know, if you want to get like to go oh, this one piece of gear, you need you have to pay you know a buck or five bucks or something. That's what Activision does. I mean, look at like Call of Duty, like that's loot. You know, I mean, I didn't play Black Ops Four, but like World War Two, like that's all you got was loot boxes, and you could you could pay for more. And you know, that's what this is going to be. And they already tried that with Diablo in the first place with that auction house uh, yeah. for Diablo Three. Which they had a backpedal on pretty pretty hard. <laughs> oh, exactly. They had to. Add, they couldn't even keep it in. They had to k- kill it completely because it just yeah. circumvented everything. Is you know, it's not just that too. I think there are people that just don't like. They don't think that they're hardcore enough. You know, there's a uh, there's few people out there that apparently work in mobile games that have stats that say that mostly women play mobile games. So some of these guys are being, you know, hateful because of that. I don't know that it's going that far, but you know, sometimes the well, Twitter sphere is not the greatest. I mean, I was talking to a female friend earlier tonight. Uh, cause she has to, she's going to buy Like she cracked her phone. And she's going to buy a new one. Um, she has not like an old iPhone, I think five. And, uh, she was talking about like, why, why she, like why phones are so expensive nowadays, and I'm like it's because of gaming. Like people game on their phone, mm-hmm. and her, like she was basically like they do that, and I was like yeah, like gaming, like mobile gaming is probably bigger than console gaming at this point. Yeah, or like just about just about there. Like well yeah, you I mean, and I look at the uh, the new advert for the Galaxy Note, the nine and the S nine. Like they have Ninja on it. Tout yeah. Fortnite with the with the kid, and that's all they tell you to go buy the S nine for is to go play Fortnite. Like, yeah. So, you know, uh, those, not just it, it because of the technology that they put they keep putting in these phones. They have to keep it's not just for gaming, but they have to keep iterating on that phone to make it worth it for you to upgrade. So they have to keep putting more and more crap in those phones, and they get more and more expensive. Uh, not to mention they make them to where, like, I don't know how my note is still lasting after, I think it's almost about to be four years old. Like, a lot of phones, they just crap the bed after two on purpose. Yeah. So, like that's, I mean, that's know. literally an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, who knows? But, yeah, I mean, this sucks. Like, I hate it for, I'm, I, I'm excited to maybe try out Diablo on the Switch. I know you you're playing that right now, so, um, you know that's 
I think that made everybody happy when that was happening. But then you come out with this, and it's I mean, like, the difference. Uh, the the difference between that and this is Diablo on Switch is all right. Is a it has no microtransactions. It is like the full experience of Diablo three on Switch. So, yeah, I Diablo three on Switch is fine. I've even played it mobile. Like it's a very good version of that game. But this is not that. This this is like a cheap reskin of some Chinese looking action you know action rpg yeah. that was that was based on diablos in the first place yeah it's like you want to get the asian market involved in this and that's great if you want to but i don't know you you could like have like there are screenshots of this game and you know two or three other of these what is it next cent or netties that yeah netties, netties, yeah like two or three other of their games look exactly the same and it's like, yeah, like Blizzard's going, like, oh, we built this game from the ground up. It's like, bullshit, you did. Like, yeah, you like, have... didn't they learn from E3 this year as well? Like, Microsoft showed you how to do it. They did the Funko game, which made everybody laugh. They had the mobile game. And then they showed off Gears 5. Like, why not do that? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Like, And then everybody being shocked at, at like, the backlash. Like, look, okay, let's be fair. Some of the verbiage that has been used is awful and shouldn't be and it and it once again provides light on a bad part of the community but some of that is deserved in the way that they're like being tone deaf about just oh everybody has phones you should be happy like no you know that your hardcore audience is not gonna be happy and that's the people that are at blizzcon not casual wow players or, or diablo players like well i'd be like how it. many how much how much of your company's revenue or history has been based on phones, and that's been one game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everyone might have a phone, but your your company is built on PC gamers. So, fuck off with that noise. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, speaking of, though, at least you're getting Warcraft 3 Remastered. It's called Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, it's going to cost $30 uh, for the regular and 40 for the Deluxe Edition. Um they recut the cinematic. Uh, it looks really great. You can go watch that trailer. Uh, the The gameplay trailer they showed looks really cool too. So I'm kind of excited to to check this out. I played Warcraft uh, three a lot more than like Starcraft, so I might check I this played, one out. See, I played Starcraft the most. I think. Uh, I mean, I did play some Warcraft. I just didn't like. I didn't like the hero units in Warcraft three that much, or I didn't like the like idea of them. Like, I know they were kind of in StarCraft also, but, like, to a lesser extent. Yeah, because the, the way that they that changed the game from 2 to 3 was a yeah, lot. I, so. I feel like Warcraft 2 a lot more, I would say, personally. But, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like It's we'll it's see. cool they're doing this, so it's... I'm fine I mean, with it, like, you know. This is, like, their last game they can do this with, too. Because, you know, they got nothing else. They're not going to... Yeah, because, no, like, even if they do Diablo 2, like... Is other than getting to go through that story again, or the for the first time for some people, like, what are you really gonna get out of it though? Well, also, I think one reason also people were pissed about Diablo is they literally said, you know, we have multiple Diablo, you know, games in development or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's like, okay, why didn't you show any of those off? Like, why, why, you know, you showed off this one, and that was it. Yeah, again, you could have just done the teaser thing done like a 10 second cinematic and done the logo for Diablo 4 and you would have had the day. Like, yeah. 
You know, I don't know. Some sometimes, I don't know. Activision might have just been like, nope, and 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 whatever. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, further on down. Like I said, we still have the game awards where they do reveals and stuff like that, and maybe maybe they were saving it for that. But Smash Ultimate is coming. Also around that time, December seventh. And they had one final direct for Smash uh, a few days ago. And they revealed quite a lot on it. Uh, They revealed the last two main game fighters, which we kind of knew Ken as an Echo Fighter was almost like a done deal. Like, if you're doing Echo Fighters, why wouldn't you do Ken? (laughs) Um. Which I think it's cool that they made some changes to him. Like they added his like different kicks and the Hadouken and all that stuff. That's cool. Um, I love the fact that Incineroar is in here because I always feel like in these games having a wrestler character is always neat. So yeah, Incineroar, but everyone go ahead. Everyone's just gonna like. It's kind of like the problem with like E Honda and or like Balrog and Street Fighter. Like you just pick a you know, a uh, projectile character and, like, waste to him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's That gives Zangief some issues uh, for that. But, yeah, and it's still, they did say that there's DLC. Uh, they're going to start, I mean, I don't know if this means that's it, because they did release, I think it, it wound up being, like, what, six or seven with the original, with the yeah, they released. Yeah, they released a bunch of characters. Yeah, so, I mean, they're starting off with five in a season pass. I don't know if they're going to keep doing, like, five more because I assume that this means there's not going to be another Smash uh, for the length of the Switch. Now, there's already rumors of a Switch, like, 2.0 happening or Yeah, whatever. but even if they did that, they probably wouldn't release another. It'd just be this game or just be, you know, this Smash Brothers game. Yeah, so, well... They'll probably do more than just one season pass, but Sakurai did mention that there's five characters, and just like they did for the Wii U version, you're going to get a stage, the character, and music, so uh, you can buy each one for $6, or you can just buy the whole season pass for twenty four ninety nine. so that's uh, on you there. The, the more interesting things that they showed off, though, I mean, I mean, obviously, if you're really excited about Ken and Cinevore, go you, but... Uh, they showed off a new mode that replaces the trophies called the Spirit System that also kind of goes into the story mode, which is called the World of Light. And it also has to do with you, like, killing the spirits and stuff. So, apparently, like, the spirits, you can, uh, you can raise them up, like Pokemon, you can feed them, um, and then you can also fight them to unlock more. It sounds like the old child garden from Sonic Adventure. Yeah, it. I mean, it looks. <laughs> it, it seems kind of cool. Like I'm fine with it. Um, I'm kind of upset about the Sun Blade characters are gonna all be spirits, or you have that stupid me character. But whatever. He gave the the reason that the game was already being developed when the when Xenoblade Two came out. So it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you know. I really like the cinematic for the World of Light. That looked really cool. So, um, you know, the game won't be like that. But I, I appreciate that they're really seems like they're really trying to get a lot out of single player with this Smash. 
Yeah, but they, I mean, you like it at all? Ever since the second one, they've done that. (laughs) I know, but this one seems like they're, this is going to be lengthy. Like, there's a world map and there's a skill tree and, you know. Wasn't wasn't the last one like that? Or Subspace Emissary? Yeah, but Subspace Emissary didn't have all this stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be good because I probably won't play that game much online. Uh, So, if it has something lengthy for people to care about sure <laughs> like that'll be my hook into maybe buying it um also getting the uh, piranha plant as the character as well which you have to buy it before the end of january to get piranha plant for free then you have to buy him but yeah, yeah. i love the fact that they had a piranha plant like i know some people are mad like oh why are you adding a, just a generic bad baddie from mario like but he's He's so unique, like you would have never thought, and he works. He works so well, so I like like like, the idea. What are you gonna put in the game? Fucking Waluigi! Like, get over yourselves. Oh, you know, (laughs) you know, if he's not DLC, people are gonna go nuts. So, we'll see. There's that Waluigi clan that's out there that is just insane. About he needs to be in this game. Yeah, it's called Dan Record is leading that clan. That too. Uh, so Nintendo did have good information to talk about as well for their, uh, you know, the Q2 or whatever quarter we're in. Uh, for the financials, 10 million units of NES and SNES classics have been sold at this point, which that's a pretty damn good number, and that will keep selling during the holiday season. Uh, 50 million Amiibo have been sold. That will keep selling while they make all these new amiibo, which I mean the Piranha Plant one, I'm almost you know tempted to buy it. Uh, Nintendo's also apparently sold nearly 23 million Switches, which has doubled the amount of Wii U uh, sales and has also eclipsed the total number of GameCube sales. So yeah. That is uh, pretty cool for uh, Nintendo. Mario Tennis Aces now sold 2 million, and Zelda Mario Kart 8 and Mario Odyssey are all over 10 million, with Zelda barely being over, and Mario Kart 8, I think, has 11, and Mario Odyssey has 12. So, uh, which, apparently that number turns out to be everybody has at least two Switch games, but you know people have way more than two Switch games. Uh, especially with the amount of freaking downloadable games that come out all the time. Like, I think they had like 35 come out last week. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I <laughs> I was pulling together some of the uh, game, like new games list earlier tonight. And I'm like, n- most of these games have come out. Like, this isn't like A long time ago. new shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, speaking of games from a long time ago, Sony finally revealed this week the PlayStation Classic full games lineup. And, well, let me tell you, there seems to be a lot of praise for this. There seems to be the, once again, using the WWE uh, thought process that, well, if you don't like it, it's not for you. Or the, man, this list is trash with a couple of good games on it. So, where do you lie on this? Well, I mean, most of the games are fine. The only one I I have some real misgivings about is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Um, that was not a good game in the first place. Yeah. The 
PS1 version especially had a good game compared to like the N64 version. Uh, so that's weird. All the other games, like the only other games, like Battle Arena Toshiden's like, not that good either. No, but that's, that was like the launch game of the PlayStation 1. So you kind of yeah. have to have that. Like the only other two games, like Twisted Metal 1, should be Twisted Metal 2. Uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I didn't think Tekken 3 was on there, but I guess it is. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? I don't know oh, why Mr. Driller is here. That game yeah, is... Mr. Driller is awesome. <laughs> it's fine, but I can play it on a portable, uh, like, you know, like, I don't know. I like the better well, with GBA. <laughs> Destruction Derby should be Destruction Derby 2. Um, I saw some people wanting Jet Moto 2 or Jet Moto, but they have, like, Mountain Dew licensing, so I can see why they wouldn't be yeah, on here. Yeah, no, it's probably... Um, the only other kind of thing, weird thing is to me is like, so this PlayStation Classic is coming with two controllers. There's only like three multiplayer games in this thing. Maybe yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Why, like, I I get why you want a Ridge Racer, but it's like, why not your own Gran Turismo? That seems licensing. kind of weird. Oh like, yeah, for the cars. car licensing and music for sure. Like I would, I knew Gran Turismo wasn't coming on here. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, Ridge Racer Type 4 is a, a really good game. Like, I oh, think no, it is. It is, I yeah. agree. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, some of these I just never played. Like, I, I never played Jump, Jumping Flash and Intelligent Cube. And, uh, uh, Intelligent Cube is a really cool uh, puzzle game. Jumping Flash is weird, but okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just a very... And the first Persona is really good for people that have never played it. Uh, even though it, it doesn't... It's not age well. Like, And if you're used to the other Persona games, this is not... Like yeah. those games, you know. You know what else hasn't aged well? Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> well, you know, people will keep playing that though. That doesn't go. Grand Theft Auto, the original, the top-down one. You know that. Yeah. That's also something that's... you're gonna have to get used to. Yeah. Uh, no, I just like. I would say that it's I mean, it's cool that Persona's on here because it costs like to get Persona now. Other than if you have like a PS3 or something. Or a Vita, you're paying a bunch of money to be able to play that. So, yeah, that that's cool on Atlas's part to to put it I on mean, here. There are a ton of games, PS1 games that I would want and that you would want. Um, and even like the Japanese PS1 has some better games I think on there. Like Parasite Eve One is pretty. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I would ha- I would happily trade Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six for yeah, Parasite exactly. Eve. Exactly. Like, um, <sighs> but at the end of the day. That this is my mantra is that thing's gonna get hacked immediately, and you can be able to put whatever the hell game you want on there. <laughs> Except yeah, for like my, my mantra will be: I might think about it once it does get hacked. <laughs> like I, I have a friend who's like, "Oh, I don't want to hack it," and it's like, "Why not?" <laughs> like, I mean, what does it matter? Yeah, like I, I still you, think like, after the games that are announced, though, I think a hundred dollars is too much. But, I don't because well, think. I mean, the well, NES for was one, 60- you just said it though. Like it's coming with two controllers, and there's only three games that are being used for the two controllers. But it's you have to think about emulating. I mean, emulating it's an emulating more powerful system. Like it has more hardware shit in it than a SNES Classic. It's not like the same board or anything. Like it ha- it's, has to be at least a little more powerful. Well, yeah. So I mean, it's, and also it has to have a lot more storage space. You know. The, the SNES Classic had 500 megabytes. This thing has to have at least, what, 16 gigabytes? Probably. 
So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see if it gets hacked, how long it takes to get hacked, and uh, what games people are able to put on there. I'm sure, you know, all the hits that everybody wants. I, like, honestly, I think what hurts it the most is, well, for one, like, why not Wipeout on here? That remaster came out long enough ago that... Music. Music uh, licensing and yeah. Red Bull licensing. Oh, that too, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's like licensing, remasters. I mean, like, Activision is nowhere to be seen here. And, uh, you know, they chose obviously not to put Spyro and Crash on here. So. Well, neither is like EA or like there's no sports games on this thing I, at all. Well, but they don't put sports games on any of them. Like, I mean, Nintendo puts their own, you know, like didn't, pro wrestling and whatever on there. But. Didn't the NES Classic have Tech Mobile? <laughs> Tech Mobile is different, though. That's not – that's old enough to where – like the NFL, they already license out their legends anyway, so it's it's not like that big a deal. Um, yeah, I mean, Technobull just has no uh, no names, so that's why. Yeah, there's no name. Oh no, it does. It has like Bo Jackson and like some players, but like it's or maybe that's Techno Super Bowl that I'm thinking of. Yeah, Technobull uh, has no player names. Period. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it only has like. It's it's not very deep either. Like you're not having to worry about licensing playbooks and all that crap. Yeah. So that was possible, and and that just leads to another thing of Nintendo knowing. Like you cannot bring a NES out in America and not have Tecmo Bowl. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> like you know. Whereas I think Sony just a lot of their stuff is third party, and they they had to deal with well, we have to deal with these companies and they don't want to forsake, you know, Spiral's getting remastered. It hasn't even come out yet. It comes out in like in a week and a half. And, you know, I mean, Crash is that, still That's selling. why Castlevania Symphony of the Night isn't on this thing because they just literally just out. put Symphony of the Night on PS4 like two weeks ago. So, yep. I mean, the two games I would want on this thing, honestly, that I'll put on there immediately are like Tomba, obviously, and Pilot, like Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, that was Legend a pretty of Dragoon was RPG. one that I wanted. And, they made it like that's the weird. The only the pro, the thing with Legend of Dragoon is like that's a that's at least a three or four disc game. So mm. that might be like they might be like hit, hitting off like a storage limit with Final Fantasy. Yeah, because you already also. have seven. That was a three disc game. Yeah, is Persona a multiple disc game or just one? I think two. Okay, two discs. Yeah. Uh, so. the one game, the one licensed game they should honestly put on here is Pepsi Man. <laughs> And I think a lot of people were complaining about why no Resident Evil 2. Well, it's getting a remake <laughs> in January, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least you're getting number one, and... And it's such a good that. version, too, so... Yeah, you get the... It does, that takes away the tank controls, right? The director's No, cut. no, it, uh, the director's cut just has like, a little more violence in it, I think. Like, ah. not a... Not, like, a black-and-white intro. <laughs> well, that that's good, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean... Look, I, they, they were never I mean, going to make everybody happy with this, but I'm still keeping my pre-order. Like I'm, I pre-ordered two of them. I had to cancel one, but I'm getting the other one for sure. I, I'm personally happy I didn't get into the hype at all and didn't pre-order, but it is, it's what it is, you know. I, I just want to get one and then spray paint it blue like my debug PS One. <laughs> so uh, Xbox Game Pass also going to allow more people to play these xbox games it's coming to pc and 
that I mean, I don't know if this interests you at all, since you don't have an Xbox One. I mean, I would play some Xbox games on my PC if I could, like Forza for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think this is cool. This is, again, Microsoft has been all about tying the PC to the Xbox, and they already had the Play Anywhere thing. Now you have Game Pass as well. It'll probably take a little bit to get all the games, or there'll be certain games that may not transfer over, but I think I, for the I most guess, part. I was going to say, I guess Persona 1 is just one disc, but still. <laughs> yeah, just this is a good idea for Microsoft. Just keep doing what you've been doing. Well, as long as it, like, if you already have Xbox Game Pass, it, I hope it comes, like, in, just included. It's not, like, some additional charge. Oh, no, I, I would think not. Yeah. You, your Xbox Live goes onto your PC as well, so. Actually, that is that is one kind of cool thing that Blizzard did in their, like, BlizzCon disaster, is they announced that WoW Classic Edition is coming, like, like next summer. But if you have a subscription to WoW, it's included, like, there's no separate subscription. It's just with it. Oh, okay, just included that's as well. Like I saw a video going like, oh, they could have, you know, they could have charged like five bucks for this like every month and people would have paid it. But that's like the one good thing they did. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have, it could have made some people just be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So you have the incentive to, to go ahead and, and keep going with it. Uh, one of my favorite games from the Xbox 360 uh, actually, I still have the disc version because it got taken down. Uh, Alan Wake had their uh, Microsoft renewed their music license problem. So it's going to be available or is available again on Steam and GOG and Humble Bundle. And it'll be back on the Xbox Marketplace pretty soon. So I, I actually have the limited edition of Alan Wake. <laughs> <sighs> I would love to see another Alan Wake game, but probably not. Well, there was a cool stream, I think, like a few days ago, where it was Sam Lake, and oh, let me see if I can, let me see if I can look up the dude, uh, the guy Ika Vili, the like that. The oh, actor, the guy that does the Alan, voice. No, no, the guy who does the voice is a guy named Matthew Parada, because he's an you know American guy, I think. Mm-hmm. But no, Ika Vili is like the actor who played Alan Wake. He's ah. a Finnish actor, so I mean, he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna voice Alan Wake necessarily, but uh. They were on stream together, like a like a remedy stream, like playing Alan Wake. <laughs> oh, nice! And it was just kind of it was just kind of cool because <laughs> you got like you know a dude who was Max Payne and then dude who's Alan Wake playing the game together. <laughs> yeah, like let's. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously Microsoft would have to get I, remedy to. I, it could be nice if just remedy just bought the franchise from them, and but the the biggest problem with Alan Wake was like how. Not, I don't want to say it was not good. I mean, I like I like the game a lot, but how weird it got. Like, cause like their idea of of Alan Wake was supposed to be like some open world game, and mm. Alan Wake is one of the most linear games you can play. <laughs> yeah, and then the DLC, the whatever that American, was, DLC. American, well, American Nightmare was like the arcade game that was decent yeah. also but that was also like very linear so it's mm-hmm. like because yeah, I mean, Alan... that's fine though like there is room for having more linear games with so many freaking open world games that are coming out now so yeah like you know? i i i have some misgivings about their new game control and i i have quantum break on pc i just never played it because 
I don't have a hundred gigabytes free, <laughs> but I would like them to make game, like good games again. <laughs> yes, please do that. Let's let's like, do it, Remini. Make another Alan Wake and buy back Max Payne since Max Payne three sucked ass. Oh and, god, I would love for them to buy back Max Payne. Like I I've tried to play Max Payne three like at least a few different times and. I get like two or three hours into it and then go like, nope, this is bad. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. It's not even the story necessarily, like like the characters. I just mean like the gameplay is bad, like to me. It took me a while to like finally figure it out. The Max Fury 3. It's just like really fucking hard or like. Yep. I died. I don't know how many times I died in that game. And I was like, yeah, you have bullet time, but it doesn't do shit, so mm-hmm. good luck. Uh, actually, I think bullet time was, like, more annoying to use in that game than yeah. than to keep using it. Uh, so, yeah, just a few more, and then we're going to talk about the games we've been playing, and then we'll talk about all the movie crap that apparently decided this week is when we're going to have all these movie stuff decide, or TV yep. stuff decide to show up. Uh, Bandai Namco has finally announced the Jump Force is coming out February 15th, 2019, so I'm sort of excited for that. I don't know. Uh, it can't be any more, it can't be any worse than the My Hero game I'm playing right now, which the My Hero game is not bad, it's just really basic. Uh, so... Apparently, you've never played a 3D Naruto game before. <laughs> no, I have not. So. I, I have, and those are also bad. Uh, and, well, speaking of bad, or maybe it winds up being good, who knows? Team Sonic Racing has been delayed until May 21st, 2019. And, of course, Sega issued the normal statement of, well, we need to try to make this better. And uh, I mean, yeah. I think it'll be fine. Like, those other Sonic games, they're not, like, the greatest kart racers. I mean, that's probably still Mario Kart or yeah. Crash Team Racing. I still but... like the snowboarding or the, the like, boarding one is fine, Yeah, too. like, Sonic Racing and Sonic uh, Transformed were perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I should have. I'm sure it'll be fine, but uh, there's people that were really kind of looking forward to this, and now they got to wait more. Yeah. So, all right. Let's rip the Band-Aid off here. Let's talk about Tetris Effect. Let's go. Well, you want to go ahead and get Tetris Effect out of the way? Yeah, it's great. Fuck, fuck, you know, fuck God of War and Spider-Man. Tetris Effect is my game of the year based on a demo. There you go. It has Space Whale in it. What more do you want? So is there anything special about this? Uh, Well, there's like a little story mode. It's only three stages. It's really basic. There's like a marathon mode that can get hard when you get fat, when it gets like really fast. But the like special thing is like mystery mode, where they add in like a bunch of like uh, random effects going on like as you play, and it's effects like the the screen will suddenly like do a one eighty and you have to play like upside down, or they'll be adding bombs to the playfield that you have to defuse or else like blow up and like your Tetris board gets all fucked up looking. Uh, and some are positive, like they can kind of like clear the board away from me, like clear the board out or slow the game down. But I've yet to beat the mode, and it pisses me off. <laughs> well, there's a lot going on there. It's, I can totally understand like, why. Can, well, no. it's like a marathon. It's like a marathon. You have to clear 150 lines, 
Yeah. And like the most I've gotten to is like 130, 135. And then. Oh, that's got to be really annoying. It gets so fast. And like these effects are happening, like they speed up also a little. So they're happening like every like five or 10 seconds. And it's like, I can't play an inverted board full of bombs and the pieces are dropping instantly. And it's so like, you think, is... does it feel like unfair? No, it, well, no, it feels like it. I've had some good runs. It's not. Yeah. like fully uh but tetris is never like quote-unquote fair i guess <laughs> well so man like is it something that you felt like they should fix or oh, can no. they fix before the game comes I out think, i think there is like an endless mode so i think it might be like if you die it just resets or just like clears the board away from you and you can just keep going i haven't i haven't done that though um but yeah it's it's difficult i because I linked, a, I have a video of like me doing a run. I got to like one twenty lines, and then it just goes like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so what uh, is what is distance that you have? On? Uh distance is like the story mode. I think uh, you just have to like. I mean, it's only three stages from that, but oh, it's like okay. going through. Yeah, three different like settings or like songs. There's one song in the game that's really good. So, uh, like when the soundtrack comes out, I really want to get that song. Um, and yeah, it's a really great game, or so far at least, from what I've played from the demo, that's out still now. I mean, the game's out next week, so. You want to talk about Odyssey first, or you want to talk about Red Dead first? Uh, I can talk about Odyssey better. Uh, yeah, it's a better version of Origin, which I didn't like that much. Um, it's a lot of the same systems. They've improved the combat slightly to make it less dumb uh you play as either a man or a woman in like and greece ancient greece uh the story's better because there's actually a story which is nice odyssey or uh better to play i've heard a lot of people say it's better to play as cassandra yeah she like the voice actor is just better uh basically in the story i mean it's a slightly spoilery but the like the sibling they're siblings the character you don't pick ends up as a villain in the story. So I played as Cassandra and like the brother became a, was like the villain in the game. And I, I mean, that happens if you play as the dude also, like she becomes the villain. Um, but yeah, it's the skill tree is slightly better. Uh, there's like a whole, there's a lot of stuff in this game that just makes no sense though. Uh, but what do you want to know? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, so you're saying like, what doesn't, Makes sense. Like I, I know that uh, the map seems very bloated. Yeah, that's yeah. the second biggest problem. Is the map is so enormous, and there's no need for it to be that big. Like I like the old Assassin's Creed games because they were, I mean, they were like thirty hour games, give or take. Like this is this and uh, Origins, which have the same damn problem. They are too big for their own good, and they turn into like seventy-hour-long games, if not longer. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't do—I actually, honestly, didn't do nearly as much stuff as I did in this, as an as I did in this game than in Origin, and I still have a, like a playtime of like seventy-five hours. Goodness. And it's like holy, cr- like it's just way too big. Like you don't need to zoom the map out like three or four different times for to get the whole thing. And it got to a point where like. You had to like, uh, there's a map marker like across the ocean or like across the uh, map, and I don't even know where it is. Like I have to like orient my character, 
like north northwest and then just keep zooming the map out and hope I can see the icon. Wow. That's uh that yeah. Yeah. Like they brought back naval combat. It's really it's very boring and rote. Like they didn't add anything to it. Except like you can get flaming arrows now, but that's So the one in Black Flag is still better than Yeah, for sure. Uh they added like this weird crew mechanic where you can basically like stun a character like stun an enemy and recruit them to your boat as like a lieutenant. Yeah. But there's only four slots. And why would you ever recruit like a very shitty guard that has no skills? Like you want to recruit good people for your boat. Right. You don't need to recruit 800 people. You just need to recruit four people. You know, why am I going to care about this like random, you know, doofus archer that's like a blue, you know, a blue guy that has like one skill. Uh, and it's also hard to recruit some people. Uh, they don't, they don't tell you that you need the Spartan kick, like that, you know, 300 kick thing to actually like stun enemies. <laughs> like I had to learn that from a YouTube video when I was like, okay, how do I not injure these guys to death? <laughs> uh, the biggest problem with the game is the level system, or like the story requirements, because the game routinely gives you quests that you cannot do until you are way higher level than what it says. Mm. There are three stories and three main stories in the game. The family story, uh, like where you're trying to re- like basically redeem your sibling. Uh, the cult story, there's another evil cult, big surprise, that you have to like clear out. And an Atlantis story, we have to fight like the mythical monsters. Yeah. And the cult story and the Atlantis story were like recommended level is level thirty. For the cult, there are level fifty guys in the cult. If you go up against them, you die instantly. And you can deal no damage to them whatsoever. So how is this recommended at level thirty when I cannot beat it whatsoever? And also, like some of the cult members are like locked behind story missions, like with the family story. So even if they weren't level fifty, you're still you still can't even fight them. Yeah. So you have to go through the other story first before you can. Yeah, like I beat the, I beat the family story at like level thirty eight. And uh, the Atlantis story is the same way. Like, you fight three monsters, uh, a Minotaur, or a Cyclops, a Minotaur, and a Medusa. And the Cyclops and Minotaur were, like, level 35 and, like, level 40, respectively. The Medusa was, like, level 50. And you have to be, like, level 49 to face it. Or else you will get creamed instantly. Like, I, I tried to fight it, like, level 43. It was like, nope. It one-shotted me. <laughs> Damn. And it's like the, re- the recommended level for the Atlantis story quest was 25. And I'm like... What? I have, I have pictures of this. Like I, I was taking screenshots, and I was like, this is this is bad. Yeah, like, they did... I don't know who was doing QA for that, but they they did not do that. Oh, like, come on. Like, seriously. Uh. I mean, there also is an XP doubler. Uh, which might have been a, one of the problems. Like, it can get to be a grind to grind out. Like, when you know, once you get past like level thirty, it takes a while for you to start le- getting another level. What, probably like an hour a level or something. Well, there is a way to game it if you just keep redoing like one of the arena fights. 
it's pretty you know pretty easy yeah but it's so like you shouldn't have to do that though like it's just yeah that's just bad planning on their part or you know how and even the arena was like oh you can you can do this at level 30 and then meanwhile there's like a level 50 guy in there and it's like, uh, yeah I, i'm sure i really can so do you say this is better than origins or well, I rated them both the same, actually. Uh, I looked I actually looked at my old review. I rated that, that a 7 out of 10. I would, like, looking back in it, I should have rated that one lower, um, which is something you don't often hear. Right, yeah. Uh, I, rate, I rated this one a 7 out of 10 the same. I think it's a better game, for sure. Like, I didn't hate myself or hate the game nearly as much as when I played it. But it's just still not as good as some of the better earlier games. And... Like, it's just bizarre, especially what they do with the present-day stuff. Like, you see the present-day character of Layla, like, three times in the entire game. And it's like, why is she even in here if you're not going to do shit with her? Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, also, they introduced a uh, the warp strike from Final Fantasy fifteen, which is, like, bizarre. You look... <laughs> You literally throw, a, like, your spear at a guy and, like, teleport to where he is. And then you can chain it together, like, three or four more times. And it's like, this is this is really awkward looking. It's yeah. game-breaking, and it's effective, but it's not... It doesn't fit with an Assassin's Creed game, necessarily. Right, yeah. It's, like, we're trying to make this easier for you to get through battles, but we're also breaking the game at the same time. Eh, hopefully they take some time off and yeah, rethink I, this whole like it doesn't have to be an open world RPG, but it seems like they're stuck with that's what they want to do. Yeah, the RPG element is just so weird. Like I don't know why. I mean, the one benefit to this game is like you actually have gear now. Like you know you have like a chest piece and like right. you equip like gloves and like you know pant or like pants or whatever. So that's nice because Od- or Od- uh, Origins did not have that. You just had outfits that didn't do shit. So like this one actually, like oh, if you put on these gloves, you now can deal twenty percent more damage or something. Um, so that's good, but I still miss the fact that like yo, I missed I missed a hidden blade that you can one shot kill anyone. Like if you're good, like I miss the idea of stealthing into a base and like one hit killing guards. If I'm I can clear the base by myself if I don't get captured or seen. Right. Like, they just remove stealth in this game. Yeah, like, just... that's Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It's just... And I think, I don't care if they're 5 or 50 levels above me. Like, I should still be able to do this. I think they're just so hardcore into, like, let's try to get everybody in to be able to play Assassin's Creed now. That, yeah, but yeah. The, I, think, I think they're really diluting it, too. Like, this does not feel... I mean... Visually, I mean, if you just saw the screen, like saw the screenshot, it looks a lot like an older Assassin's Creed game, but it doesn't play like one at all. Well, that's the problem, though. It's like we have so many of these open world games that come out now. It's like they they all end up playing alike, or you know, yeah. Unless, I mean, yeah. I mean, this one is still trying to ape like the Witcher three stuff, and it's like, no, you already had you already had a good enough. Uh, you know, franchise already. Like, you just could have kept adding more stuff onto that, and I would have been fine. Yeah, you, like, I don't, you didn't I, need I don't, to... I don't need an 80-hour epic. 
But, I mean, well, you go from one epic to another, uh, perhaps a bit slower paced, uh, literally. Yeah. So, Red Dead, Red Dead 2, I think I've heard every freaking podcast on Earth talk about this thing in my ears for, like, the whole week, getting ready to talk to you about this. So, I it's... what do you, how do you feel about this game? Do you feel it's great, or... Do you feel like it has issues or? I think it has some issues. Uh, the intro is very slow. Uh, I mean, I'm not that far in the game either. So that's, that's one caveat. Um, the intro is slow and it takes, takes about a, two or three hours and they throw a ton of shit at you for like one second and they don't tell you how to do it again. <laughs> So it's like okay, uh, hopefully, hopefully picked it up or recorded it because you're not going to see it anymore. Right. Uh, I don't know. Did you play, you played Red Dead One, right? I have not played any of the Red Dead. Okay. At all. So like Red Dead One, it took it take it took me a while to actually get into the game. Like I like the characters, but like the actual gameplay, it just rubbed me wrong for a long time until it kind of like finally clicked. And this game feels like that, but kind of worse. Uh like the just game, like the gunplay feels kind of just off at times. Yeah, because you, you have, have to a, hit the trigger again, right? You have to hit the wait, trigger to set it, and then hit it again to fire. Well, you basically, well, you basically just aim with like L two and shoot with R two. I mean, it's not it's like most games really. Uh, but there's like a dead eye meter where it slows down. It's basically bullet time to an extent. Like it slows the game down. It, you, you like highlight member highlight parts of like an enemy's body, and then you just shoot it. Like, but I'm not good at it necessarily. Mm. I think if you turn down, I've heard if you turn on the dead zone, it helps a lot. I haven't done that yet. Um, the big like one of the weirdest things is like, so you have health, stamina, and dead eye meters, and they have cores in them, and like the more you use of the meter, the more it drains of the core, and you know, once the core is gone, then, then then you're basically, you can't, it doesn't recharge anymore. You have to like eat or drink something to refill it. And that's kind of weird. That's just trying to be realistic. and Maybe. I... Uh, it, it's not realistic to find $2,000 in gold and then buy every camp upgrade possible <laughs> in the <laughs> opening hours of the game, which I did accidentally. <laughs> nice. So uh, are you are you being bad? Or are you? Oh no, I'm, I I I typically play those games as good. Uh, okay. Like the the camp mechanic is kind of cool. Like you have a camp, uh, and people have like little jobs for you to do, and you have to also have, like donate to the camp's well being. Um, but the pro- like the problem is is like I'm constantly running out of space, uh, in my like satchel, and I was like, oh, you couldn't you couldn't. Uh, what is it? You couldn't get enough all all these and all this uh, your killed animals parts because you're out of satchel space, and it doesn't tell me what I need to get rid of. <laughs> it just it's just weird. So you kind of just I, need to know what all those things are, and yeah, like I can't craft a better satchel because I need perfect animal skins, and I don't know how to get them. <laughs> like I shoot an animal with an arrow, and I, I get like a good skin, but not a perfect skin. So it's like, well, go fuck so what yourself. Are you, what are you supposed to do? Like, just knife it to death? <laughs> I, I don't know, yeah. I, I did knife a snake to death, and I still got a good skin out of that, so who knows. I think there are, like, special, like, game arrows you can craft, and that might do it. 
Ah. Um, yeah, the game has a ton of systems. Um, and just go like happening all at the same time. It it's kind of, it's really overwhelming, actually. Sorry, are you okay with the whole like it's kind of slow paced and you know you Honestly, don't get fast travel for a while and. Well, I did because I I beat you know I beat the camp. Yeah. <laughs> I got two thousand dollars, so I was fine. I, I bought literally every camp upgrade that oh, is nice. available to me right now. I think that's it too because I don't see any like more space for that thing. Uh so like, yeah, I don't mind fast. Like, I don't mind the lack of fast travel. Uh, what I do mind is like your horse is very finicky about bumping into shit, and <laughs> it will throw you off constantly. <laughs> Like, you'd you think wanna, that they would know that, you know, that the horse run, is not just going to run into crap. We just run into shit constantly. So, like, at least I do. So it's not fun, necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but the character is good. Uh, I don't mind the fact that it's a prequel. Like, if anything, I think they could maybe even go further back. Like, so the, the second game, or Red, Redemption 1, you play as John Marston. And, I mean, this is a spoiler, but he gets killed in the game at the end. This game, you play as Arthur Morgan, and it's 14 or 15 years before that. Uh, and so you're, like, interacting with Marston now. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting if in the, if they make another one of these, and you know they will. If you oh, play yeah. as, like, Dutch uh, Vanderlyn, I think that's his name, like, the gang leader, when he's, like, growing up, or, like, when he's younger. You know, it'll be, you know, 20 years before this game, so they could do that. And, like, why not? You could find, like, Marston and Arthur Morgan as, like, teenagers or something. No, yeah, I I think definitely the... So do you... I mean, I, do you, so do you like James Marsden as a character? Or? Well, in, in this one, or in Redemption... Well, in Redemption, when he's Marston... And this well, one uh, Arthur, Morgan, like, do you like... Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's good. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty uh, sardonic in spots. Uh, and he makes some really dumb decisions. It's funny, but <laughs> there's like this really weird uh, bar tripping scene with him and like I think a guy named Lenny. We we're getting like increasingly shit faced, and the game does some like really weird effects. Like it's like a fisheye lens, and like the game replaces every model in the bar with Lenny's model. <laughs> like no matter nice. what they what they're doing. But yeah, I, I'm not far. My concern really is like. I don't know how big this game's map is. I've explored a lot of the maps so far, and if that's it, there's a problem because Redemption One had a much seemingly had a much bigger map. <laughs> well, I mean, there's like supposedly sixty hours in this game, so I'd assume the map gets bigger. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> and there's uh, one town where I'm like, I cannot go into because it's like part of the story. Like the minute I go in there, like I'm dead, or like you know, bounty hunters like converge on me and like destroy me instantly. It's part uh-huh. of the story, though. Uh, yeah, the story's good. It has some good, really good... The thing I really appreciate at Rockstar is, like, they have a lot of voice actors in their games. Um, they don't tend to use famous people or even, like, famous voice actors. Like, they get some really unknown people to do, like, main characters and shit. Yeah, I gotta give them credit for that. And then they make it work, too. Like, you really end up caring about those characters. The uh, like the the guy who does John Marston is a guy named uh, Rob Whitoff. He did he did him in like the last he did him in Redemption One. Like after he did 
Marston, he like retired to like Ohio and, and I think became like an office worker. <laughs> uh. And they like got him. They got him back for Redemption too, which is good. I mean, he did, has a pretty good voice for it. Yeah. But like, even the guys who did like the the main characters in like Vice or uh, GTA Five, like Trevor and Michael and uh, Clinton, like they weren't known for voice acting or anything. <laughs> I mean, they're no, not getting. You're not. They're not getting like. Uh, Troy Baker or no, like, uh, Nolan, Nolan North. North. Right, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's, I mean, so 2K knows, knows their stuff, I guess. Well, it's all like Rockstar. Yeah, I, rock, I mean, well, Rockstar is like, yeah. they know what they're doing with all this. So I, The game made enough money, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the biggest entertainment weekend ever for anything in history. $725 million in copies in three days. That's just until Tetris Effect comes out and then it demolishes that record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's be honest. There's also, like, I don't know how many special editions that don't even come with the game itself. They yeah. cost a pretty penny, so that that helps. This is not just buying $60 worth of the games here. Yeah. Uh, which these entertainment, these other entertainment things can't really do. I mean, you can... You can upcharge on the 3D of a movie or or whatever, but like these are yeah, there's no expensive ass things. There's no 140 dollar ticket for Avengers too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, that helps us a lot, but still, it's a cool number. It's a cool thing for Rockstar to be able to say or you know to be able to post here. Um, I'm sure they'll sell more records, and I'm sure they'll post every freaking time that they break a record so we'll we'll probably talk about more of these but now, yeah now that it's now they need to make bully too finally <laughs> oh that'd be cool if they ever did uh, there's not, few, i'm well. not i'm not really kidding i really want bully too like redemption 2 is fun to play but between the two i would ha- i would happily take more bully <laughs> well i think there's a rockstar person who was just like i'm glad we're not making a gta 6 right now so yeah uh so i i'm playing my heroes uh, One's Justice, which also came out on the 26th, just like Red Dead, which, you know, this is to a certain part of the audience is going to care about this because, you know, everybody else is playing Red Dead right now. So, uh, yeah, you know, th- the, my, my issue with this is twofold. Uh, it's a basic fighting game. So it's not any, you're not going to run anything special about this if you're a fighting game uh, you know, aficionado or whatever. You have your specials. Uh, you have your power moves. You know, and they all look cool. And they and they did a great job of making you know Deku and each one of the characters look awesome. As a person that's a big fan of the anime, I'm happy to see all of them here represented and and all the a lot of the villains represented as well. And that that's cool. But uh, I think my problem more is with the story mode. Like they really could have done something else they could have done a side story they could have done something like i get it that a lot of fighting games do this especially the anime ones where they go through parts of the anime and and that's fine like i ran into the same problem with the berserk with the the dynasty warriors type game that they came out with last year uh that was basically ran through the entire freaking anime and like listen it's cool, but season three just freaking ended, and I don't need to go through the anime again. I mean, little by I'll... little, 
every freaking portion of it. Like literally every portion. Uh, it, it's just kind of, it's cool to see that. Like it's cool to see that animated and, and it's not even animated. It's not even like in engine. It's, it's just comic book cutscenes of some of the moments. And then you go into the fight. And then you can't lose a fight, so you just keep fighting until you beat the person. Most of the time, you're going to win. And then most of the time, also, you're going to get S rank. So the whole extra percent that you get for getting S rank, that it shows your story percentage and then it shows your S rank percentage. And it's not that hard to get S rank on almost anything. So, yeah, it's just... This is a cool, like, you know, first ever My Hero fighting game, but... I don't know. I don't know that it's worth sixty dollars, though. So, you should buy look it up. Uh, risk. You should look up. It's on Giant Bomb because they did a quick look of it. You know, when it came out, the Dragon Ball Evolution fighting game for PSP. Oh, it, it's okay. it's so, hysterical. It's like the because same? like what is it really similar? Yeah, like they literally take like the it's mostly story, which is really bizarre, like yeah. cinematics, and they just like cut out movie stills of the characters mm-hmm. and like had them slide into frame and out of frame. Yep, that's what and I like. Mean. There's like a picture. There's like, a picture of Goku, uh, like for like most of what they play, and then it changes real quick to like another still shot of Goku, but he looks completely different. <laughs> And they're like, who is this guy? Like, where's Goku at? (laughs) No, but again, like, if you're a big My Hero fan and you have $60 that you've been waiting to spend on this game, okay, go for it. But, like, honestly, I would wait until it goes down. Ben and Namco games usually don't take that long to go on a sale. Like, I would wait until it goes down to, like, 30 or 40 if you really want it. Um, I mean, most anime games... Most yeah, anime but... games, though, the problem is that they just re- recycle the storyline. Yeah, or... that's true. Like, I like it when they can do a side story or something. Like, you know what they did this year with the uh, with Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, but um, that's that's been thirty years of Dragon Ball games, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, and then you know they did the My Hero side story movie, which was great, and that's why I think a lot of people liked it because it wasn't uh, anything involving with the anime itself, like that you see all the time. So. And there is a season four coming and all that, but it's just like, man, this season just ended and I'm having to relive all this again. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to. So um, not that the season wasn't great. It was. It's just, you know, what it is. Uh, I've also I also played Minute uh, on my Switch. And this game is fun. Like, it's it's interesting. It's just like a, basically you go on a different run. You have a minute to go on a run and find stuff. And then it saves everything that you do every time. So, uh, and it's in black and white and and like little pixel arty and. So it's it, it's just yeah it's a sequel to Half Minute Hero. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Like, <laughs> but no, but it's cool. It's 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 neat. Like I think uh, you know if you're doing like an indie game of the year kind of thing, it should definitely be up there in your uh, voting or whatever you're doing. It's it's. It's a neat game, especially on Switch where you can just play, you know, five or ten runs, be done with it, and turn it off and play something else. Um, I've been playing a Switch game also. <laughs> yes. Diablo, right? Yep. The Eternal Collection. Uh, yeah, it's fun. 
It's Diablo, but on Switch. So does the... Well, with being one person, you don't have to worry about the screen getting too cluttered, right? So No, it actually has... I haven't tried it, because it sounds like a nightmare. But you can play with, like, one controller each. Like, if I had, like, a friend or something. But that game has cluttered it enough on one controller. Or two, you know... One screen. Set of controller. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the screen, it's just the controller itself. Like, there are a lot of buttons in that game. Like... I couldn't imagine how how playing with one control. I imagine is just going to be a pain. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it looks fine. Plays well. I killed Diablo and sitting on the pot, which is nice. Yeah, uh, that's my review logline. Also, um, <laughs> it has all the DLC so far, or you know that they've had in the game. Right. Uh, the only two criticisms I would have, uh, and they're not they're not really apt or really great or it would be nice if there was like a system or like a vendor or something to help speed up the game a little like for materials and stuff or like you know kind of some of the weird shit you can get in the game yeah like i don't want to i don't have to keep going into this one area to get like the black mushroom to create the portal stick to you know whimsy shire like just give me a you know some vendor that sells all this shit all this arcane shit i need and it would be nice also as if the game could bring in like your PS4 character or at least your PC character. Yeah. Especially the PC character. I don't know about the PS4 character. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't, I mean, it'd be nice, but that wouldn't happen. But yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. I wouldn't think like, no, you have a a blizzard. You you know, I have a battle net account. So why not? Right. Um, also the, Amiibo stuff sucks ass in the game. So what do they do? Anything? Uh, you like put it on, and one of them wouldn't work real well. Was that like cereal box Amiibo I have from the Mario yeah. thing? Uh, it spawns a pack of monsters for you to fight. Oh really? That's it? Yeah. It's wow, not like that... getting anything cool from it. Like yeah, it's just a very basic fight. I wonder what the loot goblin Amiibo is gonna do. I imagine it'll sp- spawn a loot goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I mean, I don't. Yeah. That's actually more useful than most of this. Like, I've, I've done it like once or twice, and also like at you least can only the Lugavin like, looks cool though. Yeah, you can only do it once every twenty-four hours, or I think twenty-two hours. Oh God! Uh, I, I mean, yeah. uh, the whole thing just seems dumb. Like, why? Yeah. Uh, like, if, like, why you would know, you need that though? Like, why would you need it to spawn a bunch of monsters to for you to fight? Like, isn't yeah. there enough monsters in the game already? Well, I, it doesn't. I mean. Yeah, it'd be nice if, like, they spawned in, like, you know, if you put on a Mario amiibo on it, you spawn, like, a Mario to fight or something. I can understand why they didn't go that far, but spawning in, like, cool loot or, like, a flag or something would be nice. Like, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be, like, super, uh... Well, you get, like, Ganondorf or whatever, right? Yeah, like, you can, you get, like, his armor set and you can, like, uh, basically use it as, like, a transmogrification thing. Because you can... I'm, like, oh, wearing, like, okay. Ganondorf head. Well, like, ah. they could have, you know, then, like, you had the Mario's Fireball or something like that. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I guess the problem with that really would be, like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do for, like, those uh, Cloud Amiibo or, like, the Ryu Amiibo? Like, you know, there are a bunch of third-party Amiibos out there. Is Hadouken? <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to license, like, the Hadouken or the Omni Slash, I don't think. Yeah, probably not. Um, but at least something that something cool would be nice yeah. like at least like maybe not like unique unique items but like 
cool items would be good that are already in the game. <laughs> but mm. that's, I mean, that's my biggest complaint, honestly. Like, it runs really well, even on, like, I've actually been playing a lot of it handheld, and the character looks a little blurry, but everything else in the game looks fine, and there's no slowdown or anything. That's awesome, so, yeah. I give I give him a lot of props for that. Like I mean, imagine like that's a, I mean it came out six years ago, but still like it's a very demand demanding looking game. Right. It's very action oriented. I mean like I know Civ Six is coming out to Switch, like next week or two weeks from now. But that's a, a turn based strategy game. Like who cares? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good. I might I might not pay sixty bucks for it, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, if people that have been really wanting to play it on Switch, now you know it's good, you can definitely yeah, uh, multi- check it out. Multiplayer does seem to work uh, okay. I mean, it just came out like for people Friday. Plus, you so. can play local wireless as well if you have another Switch. Or... Yep. So, And you can play on your own Switch. You don't have to play on the screen. That's that's good, too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's it nope. for... Go ahead. The one other thing I should mention, because you bugged me about it, was Disgaea on PS4. Uh, no, I, yeah, it's I bugged you about the review. I didn't say you <laughs> had to keep it. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's just Disgaea on PS4. Like it, they did a visual overhaul for sure. Okay. It does so. look nicer. Because uh, I loaded up the, PS, the PC version, and I was like, ew. <laughs> uh, and I changed some of the names around of, like, char- of like store characters and shit. But aside from that, it's Disgaea, and I don't know what's complete about it. Because <laughs> it's not like Disgaea had, you know, it didn't have DLC. It's not like, oh, now I have, like, Laharl's hidden outfit or anything. Like, it's the same game. Right. Uh... That, that's a game I would also say if you can't get it on Switch. Like, yeah. it would be, that would fit that format pretty well, I There's think. There's also the Disgaea 5 complete out there yeah. on Switch, too, if you... But I I would say get that on Switch instead of the PS4. Yeah, but after Disgaea One, it's kind of where I check out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be really hardcore at this point if you're still playing at Disgaea Five. Yeah, so, <laughs> Disgaea One and I think Two like are serviceable to people that just like strategy RPGs. Once you get past that point, it's like okay, you just have to be a Disgaea fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, so this was the week for let's announce like Netflix doing stuff with video game well, projects and then Ubisoft also got into the uh flow with this. So the first picture of Henry Cavill or Cavill as Geralt appeared and he's apparently gonna be younger because he doesn't have the beard and some people were mad about that. Um of I, course I... I wasn't mad, but that vi- they released like a short video, like ten seconds, yeah. fifteen seconds. Also, he has no scars. Like he just looks like a pretty, like a, very like a, much like yeah. a pretty boy. So maybe they're just start. So Witcher one, does he have scars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. And maybe uh, CD Projekt Red's just letting them start as the origin story then, or something. Have you seen any? I mean, this is a little older, but have you seen any of the stuff about the author of The Witcher? No. So he is pissed about uh, CD Projekt Red uh, because he had his contract. It was, it's a guy named uh, Andre Sep- Sepikowski. He's a Polish author. 
mm-hmm. like when the Witcher, when they bought out the Witcher rights for video games, they basically said, "We'll either give you a lump sum of like ninety five hundred dollars and like whatever Polish money that is, or a percentage of the games, like of the profit of the games." Right. And he he said, "I'll take the lump sum." Oh, jeez. <laughs> And now he's like, you know, this is like 10 years ago or something, but now he's He could have got suit. royalties on this thing. He could have got Oh, well, man. He is like a, a consultant for the Netflix thing, so I imagine he's getting royalties out of that. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, like he's not trying to sue CD Projekt Red, like, for unpaid royalties. Like, in the hundred, it's like $100 million or something. And CD Projekt like, Red is basically like, fuck off. Like, like dude, have, you have, signed a contract. I guess there is, like, some weird Polish loophole that, like, copyright owners can claim, like, some type of unpaid royalty somewhat. Uh, But, like, you know, it wasn't – this wasn't, like, they were trying to trick him. They gave him a choice. He made the wrong one. And it's funny because also the Metro 2033 author, it's a good Russian guy, I think, like, he was basically like, yeah. The, the Polish guy's a jackass. Like, just because he didn't understand video games were big, like, oh well, <laughs> that's exactly. on him. Like, it's your fault, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, also the Witcher guy basically is like, oh, like the video games don't con- like don't contribute anything, and like my books are so popular that, it, you know. Uh, oh yeah, the video games don't contribute anything. God. Yeah, like my. My books are so popular that they would have gotten to America and been been huge. And it's like, no, no, they wouldn't. I mean, they might be big in Poland, but no one cares outside Some of that. Some people world. are just delusional, and you can't help them. Yeah, it's really it's been really funny. So I, I'm kind of curious about like this Netflix stuff, like because I imagine it's separate. It's obviously it's separate from the game, but if he's gonna be bitter about the Netflix series, also, <laughs> we'll see. If he's a consultant. And he still has, he's bitching about stuff, then, you know, that's on you, man. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. They've announced some cast also for the, like, the Witcher Oh, they announced thing. a ton of people for the cast. and Like, like I'm not. I don't know most will, of the people. So. Well, I don't know anyone. <laughs> they, they're it? all unknown people. Uh, they announced uh, Tris, I think yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they've already announced, like, Yennefer and Siri, like the like the other main female characters. Yeah, the characters. three main, char- main female characters, yeah. And there's a lot of racial. Well, go on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's a lot of racial stuff going on because, except for, uh, you know, Henry Cavill, everyone's. I think either. Well, everyone. They're all. I want to say like. I want to say the actress playing Triss might be mixed race, and the actress playing Jennifer might be like, maybe Indian. And, uh, like the other one, that series also not, you know, not. Let's just say not white. Not white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To put it like bluntly. Um, so there's like a lot of people griping about that. <sighs> I don't people mind. People got to get over it. Like this is just casting at this point in 2018. Well, just... here's the thing. I don't mind it necessarily with Siri and Yen- or not, I mean uh, Siri and Yennefer. I do kind of mind it with Triss because I just suppose like. It's you know it's a red-haired Irish-looking woman. <laughs> yeah, like, like that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, she is not just a white chick. Like, there's defining features there that should be present in that character. Yeah. So I mean, the actor, the actress they cast. I mean, she could just dye her hair, you know, red. Right. But yeah. It 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 would look kind of to me. It would look kind of weird. 
and I'm not saying like, oh, every Witcher character or Witcher actor needs to be some you know white English actor or something. But the Triss one, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's my I mean... sense. <laughs> Like it's, a lot of, not, it's a lot of Starfire bitching about in, like, Titans, for example. I just but. don't... I don't know. I've just learned to, like, with the way things are nowadays, at least with casting, it's just, like, as long as you're not casting a... You know, somebody that's supposed to be, like, Asian as white or whatever, then I don't care. But or That's when I get mad, but it's, like, other than that, it's just, like, whatever. Yeah. People are going to bitch about everything, so... You know, I'm yep. sure there's people still complaining about Doctor Who, even though we're oh, yeah. now four episodes in. Like, just get over it, people. Yep. So Doctor Who's a woman. Just get over it. So, uh, Castlevania got renewed for season three. I still need yeah. to watch season one and two. I know this is like one of the best video game I mean, things I've ever. Seen, I've watched season one. I haven't seen season two yet. I'm just lazy. And, you know, with uh, Red Dead and tetris effect are taking up a lot of my time <laughs> well that's understandable <laughs> but yeah I, I was supposed to do a podcast talking about season one and then they delayed it so now i can just watch season one and two together um, i mean the nice thing about season one it's like four episodes yeah, so season two is like, only sure. eight episodes so it's like not uh that much bigger and then season three is getting 10 episodes um yeah i i do appreciate that they kind of give them creative license to do whatever they want in the Castlevania universe. It's not like, oh my god, we gotta follow one of the games or whatever. So they kind of say that there's a Castlevania cinematic universe happening, and I appreciate that. That's that's good. That's probably what makes it good is that they don't have to follow some storyline or whatever that Konami puts out. Or it's just, hey, do what well, you think works. I think it actually is a, a loose uh, adaptation of Castlevania three on the NES. But who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, at least season one was a fantastic... I mean, it's short, and they don't really get into it, but it's a, it was a fantastic series. Well, that makes me excited to watch uh, both of those. Uh, speaking of Castlevania, Eddie Shankar is apparently rumors. Remember, we did at some point get rumors that there might be a Zelda netflix series in the works nintendo put the kibosh on that at that point but they never officially said like no either so here's the rumor that Addie shankar who does producing for castlevania may do the legend of zelda series as well and he's apparently going to announce it on november 16th at 1 p.m we'll figure out exactly what it is he's working on but it's He's working with an iconic Japanese gaming company to adapt one of their iconic video game series. Yeah. I think he, we kind of know. He means he's going to adapt uh, Chocobo Race from, from Square. Be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's Metroid instead, I'm not going to complain. But I would, uh, I, Honestly, the, like the Mario... I don't think that would work. No, I don't well. want Mario. Uh, unless it's going to be an animated show or something. Well, that's, that's what I mean. It, it's going to be animated for sure. Uh, Zelda could work as a story, but I think the problem with Zelda kind of right now is it's really fractured. Like, this mm -hmm. whole stupid Zelda timeline. Like, I guess it could just do, like, you know... I mean, they could just insert 
in timeline here, here's this series. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like also, how do you get around the whole Link doesn't talk thing? Does he talk in this series? Like, you know? Oh, yeah. And he cast uh, Seth Rogen as a voice. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like, nope. Turning it off. But e- I, e- yeah. e- either Seth Rogen or Method Man. These are the only two people I will oh accept. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> you think people are mad about the Witcher casting? Wait till Method Man gets on there. No, imagine if it was like Ice T just voicing Link. Like Bruh. Navi, Navi's like, "Oh, we have to go rescue the princess," and Ice T is just like, "Fuck them hoes!" And it'd be oh, the best thing ever. You know what? I would watch it like for whatever Ice T is doing there. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, uh, I think Zelda. I mean, Zelda can work, and Zelda's. I mean, Link has talked before in the cartoons, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Even they, they the made a fucking are bad. They made a literal Legend of Zelda cartoon before in the eighties. So, yep. Uh, like, and the CDI I, games were too awful. Yeah, I mean, but the, the one I would want is actually probably Metroid. Yeah, me too. Because that it'd be very atmospheric, very violent, uh, and I think it'd be it'd be cool. Either I mean, that, like, I'd love to see Ridley Scott do Metroid, like. Uh, and Brie Larson says she wants to do it. Like, she wants yeah, to be Samus, so I'd be down with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's... I'm trying to think. What's What's the uh, franchise with Oleander? Oh, God. Oh, damn it. And the little colorful, like... What, why can I... That name is almost, like, going... Uh, but no, like, I think it could work. Um, the whole idea of, like, trying to make it into the Nintendo's, like, Game of Thrones, I don't know about that, that idea that was being thrown around at one point, but with what they do with Castlevania, if they could adapt that to Zelda, I'm, I'm down. Like, he knows what he's doing, so. Yeah. Whenever you find that here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Believe me. So yeah, apparently... I, oh, there's Pikmin. Also... That's it. Pikmin? Yeah. That could work, Navy. Uh, I'm kind of kidding about that. I just couldn't remember the fucking guy's it name. It could be work but... as like an animated show or something. Yeah. Or a CG... Oh, not, not Oleander. Olimar. That's it. Olimar. Yeah. I, I know he's in Smash Brothers. And yeah, it's been, people, like, people like Pikmin, so... <laughs> Uh, Child of Light is apparently getting a TV show. Um, it's it comes from Light. that Ubisoft <laughs> studio where they let their so the women can uh, the women's film and television fellowship that Ubisoft has. Um, apparently, the the lady that's doing this, which uh, should have had her name already. Um, I, I I didn't even know about this. So yeah, so like. The person that's doing the Child of Light, like, she really wanted to do Child of Light. Um, and, you know, she loves video games. And so, like, you know, she refers to uh, Child of Light as, like, a playable fairy tale with a strong female heroine, which that's true. It's, that's basically what that game is. Um, it's Tasha Who or Hua. Yeah, Tasha. Yeah, Who. Sure. Um, 
Like, yeah, and, you know, the person that's doing uh, the Werewolves Within movie apparently didn't want to do Werewolves Within at first, but something in the game made her feel like Werewolves Within would be a good movie. Uh, the game is yep. not that good, but, you know, whatever. What? What about a Rayman show? That's all I want. You know, Rayman could work as an animated show. I would love to see that. But... See, I would like Rayman to be funny. Rayman would work if he just kind of bungles his way through. And then, yeah. like, the like the female princess has to save everyone in, in every episode or, you know, save the day. <laughs> well, you know, they'd have just the Ravage show up or something. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing here that we're going to talk about, because it... This is something that appeals to both of us here, as we're both big fans of the original series uh, for Showtime. Penny Dreadful is getting a sequel that's starting production in 2019. Um, This one is set in Los Angeles, and it's going to use Mexican-American folklore, uh, particularly the Santa Muerte uh, deity. Um, So... That'll be interesting how they do this, of course, with the Dia de los Muertos, all that stuff revolving around there. Um, Prepare to see the Chupacabra show up. Yeah, yeah, you know that they're going to have the Chupacabra, uh, which that's the big monster. Like, So if you're going to have monsters, you have to have that. I don't, I don't know what other Mexican-American or Mexican monster that you they're going to pull from there. but Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Oh my god. No, please. I don't like I hope that there's no rumors of him being casted at all or anything like uh I may not watch the show if he's on. Um like so how do you I mean, you know, we both really like the original series. It seems like it's going to have no connection to the London series at all, but that's kind of where I don't like that necessarily. Um the the London show ended really badly. Mm-hmm. It was yep. very abrupt. I mean, the show got low ratings. So that's kind of what sped it along. Um, I mean, if it, you know, if it got like Walking Dead numbers, and I think it was going to go up against Walking Dead, so that's why it kind of failed. But you know, if it was getting huge ratings, it would have lasted seven years or whatever. Um, but the show ended very badly. A lot of characters, uh, like finale, and that, well, like endings, is kind of like went nowhere like why did they introduce like why did they introduce like dr jekyll or mr you know dr jekyll when they didn't do shit with him um and a lot of characters were also like immortal (laughs) like you know lily uh i don't i can't remember what happened to them great i can't remember what happened to john claire uh i think he might have i don't know if he died or if he went back to his family i just can't remember what what happened to him uh it's been a while. But even like, even like Ethan might be immortal. Who knows? I mean, um, so I wouldn't say, you know, bring back every character or every, you know, immortal character necessarily. But it'd be nice if like Lily popped up in this for sure. Uh, like, Bill, you know, Billy Piper, I think, was really good in that role. And like right. seeing her, like, you know, 1930s or 40s, you know, L.A. would be interesting. Because <laughs> it'd give her some like more room to stretch out her like acting legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but aside from that, I mean, sure, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't think it'll have necessarily the 
uh, like heritage impact it might have for you. Um, or like, well, I think it's also like the London characters are like well-known characters from literature. Like we knew those characters are before you even, Yeah, they were like in the horror, like the horror monsters essentially. Right. So I'm not, I mean, I don't know a lot of Mexican folklore, so yeah, I don't know how many, you know, I mean, and I get the idea like with, between Coco and book of the book of life and all that. I mean, like that's kind of popular now. It's sort of like become a thing so i get that they're trying to capitalize on that and it's going to be set in you know 1938 so um but it's you know i don't know they're really going to have to do a lot with this to see to 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 make us connect with it like we did with those characters that like you know their backstories but it's more like how are they going to act in the show whereas a lot of these whatever they're going to come up with for this we don't know anything about them i mean honestly they could I could see that like the first year might be introduction of like the Mexican characters or like the fantasy Mexican characters. Mm-hmm. And then the next year be like introducing like world war two. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But again, like the, I mean, it doesn't need to tie directly back into like the London show, but I still want at least one or two connections. Like have, you know, Victor Frankenstein With the show same up as a team working on it. I bet they will. Or like have Victor Frankenstein show up as like an old man or like an older actor or yeah. older guy. That uh, cool. Yeah, like who knows? We'll see. I mean, I'll give it a shot. I'm just happy they're making this. Yeah, I I hope it gets better ratings than the old one. <laughs> we'll see. This is a bit of a different audience. So between this and Halo, I have things to watch on Showtime. <laughs> now that they canceled, I'm dying up here. So. You still, uh, got, you still got Shameless to watch. <laughs> well, that's like seasons of shit <laughs> to watch. It's only season nine. Uh, yeah, nine I seasons. mean, I'm sure it's going to go away with uh, some of the characters leaving already. So, No, I, I actually don't think it will. You don't? No. Cool. Like, Emmy Rossum is leaving uh, next, like, the end of the season. And I think, well, like, One of the Cameron kids Moore- is leaving, too. Yeah. Well, Cameron yeah. Moynihan just left, like, two episodes ago. Or, yeah. you know, in the... Um, but the weird thing is, is like, I mean, it's based on a British show. The The British characters left like way quicker than the American characters did. Like, uh, Emmy Rossum's her character's name is Fiona. Like the Fiona of the UK show left like two seasons in. <laughs> oh, wow. And like by the end of like the ninth season, all the kids were gone except for the, the only main character left was like the, the dad. <laughs> And like I think like one other like uh, town like town female character named Karen who yeah. who's gone you know she's already gone in the U.S. show so they're not going to bring her back right but yeah like it's I I could see them running the show for at least two or three more years maybe if they want to I like it still gets good ratings too mm. it's I think it's like their highest rated show. So I think well, I, still... I mean I don't think they're going to outright cancel unless just people just don't care but i know they're well it's like yeah like until like people stop watching it then they'll then they'll cancel it like they did yeah. like masters of sex and penny dreadful but yeah it's crazy to think like showtime at one point had like a slew of really good shows and they kind of just they stopped caring about like, that you know you know yeah. what network i feel a lot about that is usa yeah, USA did that too, yeah. 
like they had their whole like blue sky initiative when they had like suits and psych and uh white collar and affairs yeah and now they have suits which is awful now and that i don't know um, why that's still going on like should have ended it should have ended like four years ago but but that's and then they, they i think though the one with the 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 late the lady drug lord i think is like the one that i can sort of tolerate yeah and, and, yeah but they got like nothing left at this point except for huh? all they show now is like you know uh well now they have more sports and well they have like mr robot the... that's about it oh yeah mr robot yeah well, uh, two anime things really quick. Um, Andy Muschietti. What? Go ahead. I said I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, two. Andy Muschietti for some reason feels the need to make a live action and Attack on Titan movie, and Warner Brothers has signed on for it. Uh, now, granted, you don't have to do a whole lot more to make it better than the two Japanese films uh, that were made, but man, it's just. Attack on Titan is not easy to do. Like it's just you between the ODM gear and the the way the Titans look and all the violence and every. I mean, like that's up Andy Muschietti's alley with him being the it director. But it's just like there's a lot of logistical things that like only really work in animation. It's like I I don't know. You you're gonna have to use a lot of CG and uh, man. I want to see how it turns out, but if well, isn't yeah. that kind of the problem with like a lot of anime, like trying to translate it to like live action? Yes, that's the biggest problem. Is like yeah. there's just certain things that you just can't do. It doesn't matter how much technology, uh, you know, pushes forward. It's you can do whatever you want in anime. You, you can't. There's there's limitations to CG that you can you can't do. So it's you know, I mean, same thing with I mean, the My Hero Academia live action. Like, there's going to be things you can't do in that movie. Except for uh, Ghost in the Shell. And go, <laughs> oh, God. That movie wasn't that awful. It's just still, it just bugs me that yeah. you had to have Scarlett Johansson as the lead and the lady is obviously Asian, but whatever. Oh, uh, this, is, this is a side, side tangent. Have you seen any trailers for that Battle Battle Angel movie? Yeah, I like that movie. I like it. It looks creepy. Like that woman well, looks creepy. Well, I mean, her eyes are creepy already, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so you have... Uh, the, there's not a... There probably is more, but... I mean, there are... In, yeah. <laughs> we're getting into that. I mean, it's a little bit of a late wait period while you get to... I think there's only a few more weeks where there's big games coming out. So, yeah, I would say I would say three more weeks. <laughs> yeah, like next Friday, the 16th is you know you get Pokemon, uh, Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. Um, you get Just Cause four coming at the end of yeah. You got Hitman and Spyro on like the 13th. Yeah, Hitman and Spyro. It's Hitman, and... I think, is November 9th, right? Uh, Hitman. Um, November 13th. That's, oh, that's 13th, like the, okay. And you also get Fallout 76 on the 14th. Oh, well, which, you know. 
people do not seem pleased about that game. That beta is bombing like nobody. And I love how it's just Bethesda's like, oh, well, you know how our games just have bugs. So this has bugs too. Well, it's not just the bugs necessarily. It's just a lack of content or, it's, you know, yeah. people like Fallout for the story. Like they don't, they like interacting with characters. They don't want to just interact with a screen that says, oh, go collect yeah. 20 body parts or whatever. Uh, Carnival Games is coming to Switch. So Woo! if you like that on the Wii, uh, you play. Why is there all these like indie game brawl games coming out? Like. Who came up with the idea that this is something that we need to have? But okay, another one, Brawlhalla with yeah, Rayman and like okay, and a new Leisure Suit Larry. Nope, it's coming out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, uh, there's a new Walking Dead game as well. Though. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a real winner. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why we're doing this, but yeah, so. Just, uh, this is kind of a, a slow week. You do get the, uh, I guess you call it remaster of World of Final Fantasy. Um, that's going on Switch, PS4, well, and Xbox One. I like to think of it as the director's cut. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the director's cut with, like, extra characters and and all that stuff that they're adding. Hopefully better voice acting. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's going to get fixed. No. Uh, Grip Combat Racing Arc Extinction uh, and yeah uh, Moonlighter is finally coming to Switch which that's a good game is, is Arc Extinction heading to Switch or Arc PS4 Arc Extinction is PS4 PC and Xbox One well, I know it's been okay it's just coming to PS4 then because that's been on PC for years now and it came out for Xbox I think like last year and it sucked there like performance wise, so yeah, I guess we'll see how well it runs on PS4. And of course, Tetris Effect on November 9th, which Mark is can't wait, Game super of the year. excited about. <laughs> so it's like Puyo Puyo Tetris last year. Now you get yeah. Tetris Effect. So all I right, compare the two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can. Um, Puyo Puyo is still one of the best Switch games out there. So, um. Yeah. Well, we, we went a lot shorter than I thought we were going to. Uh, that's what helps when you only do one week of worth of news. Imagine we'd done like the whole month worth of crap that we missed. We've been here for four hours. So that's what I was yeah. trying to avoid. And hopefully you enjoyed what you heard. Um, I will probably will probably have to do this either Friday or I don't know what's going to happen because I might have someone that's here and makes it difficult for me to do podcasts since she's also in the same room and we'll be trying to sleep. But, as opposed to the as opposed to the past month. <laughs> yeah, over the past month where I, yeah, whatever. So uh yeah, but we'll uh hopefully you enjoyed it enough to go hit a subscribe button, video games to the max, or you can subscribe to the whole W2 network and get everything we do there. Um, and also, you know, go hit up uh, w2net.com for those uh, game reviews and, you know, visit Last Word on Live 401 Mania as well, even though they don't need, uh, as much pub. And yeah, you know, we'll be back by Friday at the latest, or if not, I don't know. We're going to have to figure out something, how we're going to do this. Maybe, maybe like during the day, 
uh, where I can just tell her to like, hey, go downstairs and watch the show while I do this or something. So, yeah. but yeah, we'll um, we'll we'll see what happens. But until next time, enjoy your games, everybody. We'll see you later. Later.